Bandwidth for Erotic Awakening is provided by The Playroom. The Playroom is a group in El Paso, Texas and La Cruces, New Mexico area designed for promoting education, communication, and continual friendships in the local and surrounding areas. The Playroom, it's so mighty cool. Unless you go, you might suck. Promotional jingle not approved by The Playroom. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. As you just mentioned, it has been two weeks since our last podcast. It has. Apparently, we're out of practice because this is attempt number three to get this <laughs> thing going. So, and, and we're actually a couple of days late. Are you feeling better? I am feeling much better. Thank good, you for asking. Good. I've been down with the flu. Apparently, it's an ec- epidemic here in the Uh-oh. United States right now. I'm staying home. You feel I can't free to stay, stay home. home. I just looked at our calendar. <laughs> Today on the podcast, we are going to talk a little bit about the benefits of. Uh, I guess, in general, support groups for people in power exchange relationships. Yes. The, the submissive chats, the slave chats, the MS chats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose we could talk about MAST mm-hmm. uh, and the other kind of groupings of power exchange people you can wrap yourself around. Um, for support while you try to live a life that not too many people try to live. Yep. And also, uh, and we'll just knock this out right off the bat. Thank you, Captain Awesome. <laughs> Probably not a bad name at all. Uh, for writing in and saying he's been enjoying our four-part four episode on feeling owned, little yes. trips and tricks in the field. And just for him, we will throw out one of those today. Um, and we'll just go with, <laughs> well, that's uh, a couple of them here that just do not work too good. Um, hmm. Boy, yeah, shoo. Boy, uh, teach her exactly how you want her to kneel and demand perfection. Ooh. I mean, that's kind of... See, the funny thing about it, some of these are no-brainers, and some yeah. of these are pretty easy. That one, um, I actually do mm-hmm. teach people in my collar the way that I like. You know, it's, it's ritual. It's protocol. It's a good thing to... Just to have a practice, a focal thing, you know? Right. Uh, we use a very slightly modified Gorian. What's that position called? I don't remember. You just said it the other day, but... Did I? Yeah, I did. So, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Oh, well, I, and I like the idea. And the other thing that I like is that um, it's you modify it for the person's body. Mm-hmm. So, like, Slave Gem, very much the dancer's body. So she was able to get up and get down with a grace that you know, a 20-some-year-old body can do. Mm-hmm. And then for me, I'd get frustrated because I couldn't get up and down the way I used to be able to. You know, I used to be able to sit Indian style and whoop, be able to stand right up from Indian <laughs> style, you know. Uh, that was quite a few years ago, so I've had to modify. And we were at a, uh, we were at a weekend cabin event with other MS couples, and there was a dominant talking about how he would love it if his 
slave could do the kneeling to the standing up, mm-hmm. you know, without having a lot of struggle. And because he couldn't figure out how to get her to do it gracefully, they decided not to do it at all. And she was pouting because she'd really like right. to learn how to do it. And you showed her, you had me show her how I do it, which is modified, but graceful. Mm-hmm. And it's just a way of sticking my foot out so that most of my weight is on this one leg instead of trying to do it two-footed. It's hard to describe. But once I taught her how to do that and how she could modify it, you know, to fit her body type style nuances, they were able to come up with their own graceful way to kneel mm-hmm. and way to stand. It was pretty neat. It is pretty neat. Uh, it is a nice way to, uh, to connect and any time that a master teaches a slave to do something in a way that pleases him mm-hmm. is beneficial to both parties. Mm-hmm. So whether it's kneeling or foot washing or or packing lunch, mm-hmm. um, it's that it's a level. It's a type of communication between a power ex- in a power exchange relationship. Yep. And a lot of us like a little bit of structure. So even if my knees couldn't handle kneeling, mm-hmm. and they can't handle kneeling for a long time, if I'm kneeling at your feet. And you know pretty much how much my knees can take. You'll tap my shoulder and say, you can sit now. Mm-hmm. You know, you can teach your slave how to sit at your feet or how to whatever. You know, just teach them how to do something. Mm-hmm. And we like to please. I uh, am reminded that we had uh, slave Candy over at the house not too long ago. And mm-hmm. she was uh, sitting at our feet. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, she went to get up, and she's like, uh, 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 uh you know, because uh, sitting for a long time on the floor uh, can be... Um, taxing. Taxing. Yes. So I made her sit in a chair for a while, and she pouted <laughs> about that. I pouted for a long time when you started making me sit in furniture. <laughs> it, apparently, this episode's going to be a heavy power exchange-focused episode. I do want to ask, though, how's the sex life? <laughs> the sex life, uh, you know what? We started off the new year. We started off New Year's Day. Having the really raunchy, powerful, oh, we certainly did. naughty, we certainly fulfill did. the fantasy sort of sex. And we've been doing really good since then. Was today the 11th-ish? <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so far so good. That's not too bad considering that I've got the flu. Yes. So we're getting along fine. Uh, although you did not have a good night the other night. You got stood up. I did. That is very frustrating. Yeah, so podcast listeners, if you do us a favor, and if you're going to ask my slave out on a date, uh, don't stand her up. Show up. Or call and say, you know what, I stayed home and jerked off. Never mind. Exactly. Well, but you know what? That goes for anybody. If anybody is listening and they do the... If anybody's <laughs> I listening, listening. I hope somebody's listening. We'll be listening later, so yeah. we'll take our own advice. But um, any of the media, they, oh, what is it? Any of the social media, uh-huh. you know, if you do any of that, it, and that's usually how people meet each other anymore, you know, is through that. And, and you find somebody you like and you set up a date, stick to it or cancel it before you're supposed to meet there. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I don't mind if he would have canceled it. I don't mind if something came up. But um, once I was in the coffee shop, that's very rude to leave me sitting there. You know, I like I said, I understand if you get nervous or whatever. It was, but the, it, it was that same coffee shop that you and I got stood up. Just to, a couple about, of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Had somebody new to the lifestyle said, oh, gee, I'm really curious. I want to learn more about it. <laughs> and and, it's, it's funny, though, huh? because you said after talking to this person, you said, you know what? I bet we're going to get stood up. And I was like, no, it's a girl. And you, you don't get stood <laughs> up. I get stood up. But <laughs> Oh, no, I get stood up. Yeah, you got stood up, too. So... I, I will. Uh, I do want to mention that. So, 
you know, there's a public service announcement. Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> dick really, I, you know. And, uh, you know, the person, by the way, the person that did stand us up uh, wrote me just today, as a matter of fact, and said, hey, I'm sorry I didn't make it. I'm not ready to come out, be in public yet, which is cool. I understand that. It takes a little bit of courage. Um, on the other hand, um, I don't know. When I hear things like that, I, I think about, all right, I am today. I mean, that's not my birthday, but currently I'm 47. Mm-hmm. I know... Um, Oh, I can't. Remember. I don't know. If I'm allowed to say the guy's name, but a friend of ours who came to PXS last year, he mm-hmm. was in his 50s before he got started. Right, right. right. How long are you gonna wait? You know. Exactly. You know. I just. I can understand it. You know, some people can't go public because of their jobs or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it's not a matter of going public. We're not. They were just gonna meet us for coffee. It's not like we wear billboards saying. Well, what would it say? Even if it said we're Dan and Dawn, that doesn't mean anything. You yeah. know, we're into spanking. Flash, flash, yes. flash. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, what an idea. Can we make something like that for events? We could. Spank me, spank me, spank me. Well, speaking of which, <laughs> I have put down the gauntlets. And um, so you and I are going to Lupercalia in a couple weeks. Uh, yes. That's in the Edmonton, Alberta, Canada mm-hmm. zone. Uh, and I put out there the, I'm wearing the orange flag in the left pocket. I remember that. Somebody figured out what that means. We'll see if it goes anywhere. Now, I do want to mention really quickly that if you are not going to Lupercalia, then you will not have the opportunity to uh, come up and say hi to us. Uh, you will not have the opportunity to, to uh, check out the world-class teachers like uh, Melina Williams, who is mm-hmm. not related to Dan and Dawn. Uh, but we do have similar uh, mm-hmm. similarities, something special in common. We do. And if you go to Lupercalia, you can ask us about that. Ooh. Um, if you don't go, you know what? I know uh, in Lupercalia is where we were given our uh, maple leaf with the yes. pride flag on it. Exactly. And we were also given a toy. And we, it was just, and it, the reason we were given this stuff is just people that were incredibly friendly. Yes. I made a comment about the maple leaf. It's a you know, Canadian maple leaf, mm-hmm. but it had the uh, gay pride colors on it. And right. I said, well, I've never seen that like that. That's fantastic. And the guy said, oh, thank you. And he took it off and he handed it to me. Nice. I uh, commented to somebody. They made interesting toys, one of the vendors. I said, oh, that's really interesting the way you did that. And they said, oh, thank you. Here, have one. It's in our toy bag. It is in our toy bag. Yay. And it's, it's done quite well in our toy bag. So, and one of the things I really enjoyed about that event was when we showed up, some guy, you know, some guy said, here, <laughs> let me show you around. And he led us around and he took plenty, very patiently, showed us around, showed us mm-hmm. this, showed us that. We find out that it's... The event, I guess, the event director. Right. Um, we who, have a gift for him this time. Oh, we do have a gift for him mm-hmm. if he's listening. Yep. And then someone else I'll, from there just sent us a gift out of the blue, and oh yeah, yeah, the, the velvet bags, yeah. and it, it was very sweet people. And we're going there mid February, and I need to make our robes. It's yes. a Roman theme, yes. so yeah, toga, toga, toga. So I need to make our togas. So if, if you've not been to an event before, uh, this is one that we would highly recommend. Mm-hmm. And um, if you are like our one of these people, oh, I'm afraid to mm-hmm. go to an event. Well, these events are private events, right? right. Once you're inside the event space, it's not like your, your sister is going to walk by or something. This is a private event. Right. Uh, and if you're afraid there won't be anyone you know, well, you know us. Yes. As always, we'd be more than happy to have a cup of coffee with anybody who listens to the podcast uh, and and sometimes podcast listeners get more than a cup of coffee. <laughs> they do, they do. Yay. That's a different type of front bump. That is. So <laughs> uh, you know, Lupercalia is running right on the end. I've got to make our togas, but um, we have 
before Lupercalia, which is in a few weeks, we've also got Smart Ohio. Mm-hmm. We'll be um, presenting there. We've got Winter Wickedness. Well, first weekend uh-huh. of of February, and then Madtown Kink the second weekend of February, and then Lupercalia third weekend of February. So if you are in the Canada, Edmonton area, the Wisconsin area, the Ohio area, or the Northern Ohio area, uh-huh. say hi. And then it'll be Chicago and yes. <laughs> after that, so, or Pittsburgh. And if you, if, oh, by the way, for you fuckers out on the West Coast who are always complaining, you guys never come out to us. I want a cup of coffee too. Well, you got to just tell the people that produce events out there, yes. there and say, bring Dan and Dawn out. Uh, they're okay. They're okay. So bring them out. Uh, you did mention Erotic Awakening. What? <laughs> that was a dramatic pause. Thank you. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. The Winter Wickedness Convention is coming on February 1st and 2nd, 2013 in Columbus, Ohio. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. You uh, actually can get on the wait list still. Tickets are, of course, sold out. Uh, but you and I will be there. And we will. Oh, and we'll also be doing, or I'll be doing a wedding and a collaring. Yeah. So we just had the couple over just a few minutes ago and was putting the final touches to their wedding and collaring. And it's people that we've known. As a matter of fact, she is, is that one of the first bigger events that we presented at? Holy cow. Back in like 03 or something. <laughs> so... Uh, SEO. Yes, what about SEO? That she used to run it. Oh, you're right. It was her dungeon. <laughs> quite right, quite so, right. So, wow. And then we've known him it for many, many, many around. years. Yeah, yeah. So he's a vendor. Neat. 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 <laughs> I, uh, and you and I uh, and Karen will be unveiling our secret costume. We will. Yes. And it is? I'm uh, still a secret. You. Yes. <laughs> So. I haven't told you yet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I know what I'm... Maybe I don't understand we what it is. changed our mind. No. Oh, okay. Um, so tell me about the uh, benefits of a slave chat, as I have never been to one. You haven't. So um, what we found when, um, when Dan and I started living Power Exchange... Many years ago, what we found is we didn't really have um, anybody to talk to or anybody, any role models or um, groups locally had just blown up. So there was really nobody to talk to except for NLA. And I uh, do not downplay NLA because they were the people that we talked to. And, you know, that's how we learned leather. And we didn't even know that's what we were learning and, and just love the whole dynamic there. But we also needed, and then a play group started. And, but we needed something that was more about living power exchange. And one of the couples that we did run across used the phrase, what was it? BDSM is how we play. MS is how we live. BDSM is how we play. Mm-hmm. So we needed something that was more support about the relationship and the lifestyle than the play style. And so we started a group. And that went really well for quite a long time, and other people took control of it when we started presenting and, you know, things like that. And I loved that group. You know, once a month, I got to sit at your feet, and we got to talk about different things like who takes out the garbage and, you know, what works for you. And even though the other couples may not have had the answer, you could talk about it. Yep. Yes. I was just going to say, I am all... uh 
I am on the FetLife, and I'm on a couple different groups uh, on FetLife. And mm-hmm. the huge difference between when you ask a question on FetLife and when you ask a question amongst sitting amongst people, sitting amongst your peers, mm-hmm. it's it's just tremendous. I find uh, FetLife to be quite the annoying little thing because there is some good, valid information out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you ask, for example, uh, something along the lines of, well, I want to make sure that I'm doing this the right way, then people that have no opinion on it whatsoever will respond just so they can say, oh, you think there's only one right way. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, it's, it's not real life. People in real life don't do that. They right. have conversations. They talk. They debate. But yes. they share, you know, they're... Uh, I like sorry. the... I've even, gone into my little rant, <laughs> I guess, I But one of the things I remember about the circles, you know, the round tables, the discussions that we used to have, is you could, uh, uh, different from like Fet Life and stuff, is you can see people's facial expressions. Mm-hmm. You can see them as they're confused when you a- ask the question, or you can see them trying to formulate an answer, or roll their eyes a little bit and go, oh, Susie, so you have a different opinion, you know, are you allowed to express that? And, right. you know, and things like that. And you can really dig deep and and I, I don't know it's just it's very powerful and that group's not around anymore but we have done the MS chats where we've had people in our home and served tea and you know and chatted about different things and um, I've run the slave chats here in Columbus off and on mm-hmm. for a while more off than on but you know I'm interested in starting them up again and we've had some people ask well what kind of topics are you going to cover? And there was a group in town that was doing submissive roundtables. And I don't know that it's, it's not because it was a submissive roundtable, but their idea of the topics of the roundtables were play ideas. So was the submissive roundtable more of a uh, focused on bottoming? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it was more on bottoming. I mean, they went through, like, how to process pain and, you know, and things like that. And it's all good subjects. But what I have found, they would invite me in when their subject was on relationships. Mm-hmm. So, oh, me and me and one other person. And I like, even though all that stuff is cool, you know, I like my play. I, I like my BDSM. I like to bottom. I like mm-hmm. to process pain. Um, what I found more beneficial was when we had the slave chats and we had different topics and some, and it was topics on how to live relationships. And I was just noticing some of the topics that I threw out there. Um, and it is things like transparency in the relationship, mindfulness of a slave, gracious service, obedience, Rituals and protocols, communication, taking care of ourselves as slaves and working on our healing if we have any. Um, punishment and dealing with the emotions involved. You know, the emotions that are brought up by punishment. Mm-hmm. How do we as slaves work through those emotions that may arise? And what I like is how everybody's like, well, in my experience, you know, and it becomes about experience instead of theory. So I was just looking at another thread on FET today, and they're like, you know, if I was in a relationship like that, I would think this <laughs> is the way it should go. And for one, it's theory, because they said, if I was. And for two, they said, should. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of shoulds in real life. Yeah. There, there are ours. <laughs> this is the way it is happening. But the shoulds, 
Not so much. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. The uh, it's really interesting to see the um, you know there's a lot of theory in uh, how to apply things, and then when you put it into the real life context of, for example, in in our little master slave negotiations, I didn't get the flu. It never mm-hmm. came up, right? <laughs> uh, so applying that reality to what you're trying to build, right? Um, you know, so yeah, and and again, we're not big fans of experience of. Um, Theory. Theoretical knowledge versus experiential knowledge. Theoretical knowledge has its place, but mm-hmm. theoretical knowledge, uh, experiential knowledge, actually doing is very important. Yeah, and what you did and what worked for you. And, you know, I just had a talk with uh, somebody that I mentor. I had a talk with her yesterday at lunch. And she was like, you know, what do you do? Literally, she came to me with three questions. And I'm not going to say what the questions were, but, you know, she came to me and said, what do you do when? How did you handle this? What do you do now? You Mm -hmm. know, and I could tell her, you know, this may not work for you, but this is what I did when this situation occurred. I will say, though, I'm sorry, finish your thought. Mm, That's all I got. That it is uh, that does not suggest, though, that a a submissive or slave can't just come to their. Dominant. Oh, that's say, very true. You know, uh, and Bat's very good at that. Bat's mm-hmm. very good at learning how to just to bring things to my attention, whether it's a question or a comment or a, um, you know, is this the appropriate thing to do for me? Mm-hmm. Or and recently she said, you know, I'm a little concerned, uh, sir, about, you know, if your health isn't ready for such and such thing, we should reschedule, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was completely appropriate and courageous thing for her to say, because it's like, I, you know, I don't she doesn't want to suggest that she's. Trying to tell me hey, my business. Right, right. Uh, but, and then very much, you know, we're just, I feel this. I feel that. So uh, I don't want to say that communication is not important. But like you were saying, it, it, and we use this example a lot. A stewardess, uh, you know, if a pilot's having trouble flying a plane, he doesn't ask a stewardess, hey, how should I fly the plane? Right. Uh, the pilot's going to ask another pilot. So a slave can ask another slave how to do something that pertains to slavery. Mm-hmm. That, they're not going to get the same master, you know, a master would give them. Exactly. So I really, really um, believe in the power of peer-to-peer discussion. Mm-hmm. So, and it's kind of funny because you brought up Bat's name and it's like, well, who I was talking with yesterday is not wasn't Bat, but I was talking with Bat the day before. And then we had another couple over for dinner, and I was chatting with her. I'd never had a chance to really just chat with her. And we were talking about different things as slaves. And, you know, they're in an MS relationship. And I, I was just like, oh, I, I need to get the slave roundtables mm-hmm. going again. So I love sitting around drinking tea and talking about how we do things and the way I run it and I may even have a couple of people help me run it this time and I I know how they work in their relationships we're not we're not going to bash our dominance which is why some people won't start you know support groups because slaves or submissives come in and they start bashing their relationship what I like is positive are you remembering who no no I, I... Reminds me of another question that I heard recently, but go ahead. So, but usually the people that show up to these 
are very positive and let me help you and you know I'm looking for help and you know they, they realize that some of the issues are just themselves and how they're dealing with something. Mm-hmm. The, the, the thing that I was reminded of one of the little threads on FetLife today is what do you do if you're if your master's doing something stupid, how do you approach them? I saw them? that one. Did you see my response to it? <laughs> no, I didn't. Don't go looking now. Oh. But the, you know, some of the responses. The question is, if your master's doing something stupid, how do you you know approach them with mm-hmm. with um, your concern or your your comment? Right. And some of the responses were, well, uh, just tell them they're being fucking stupid. Or, yeah. Hey, you're being really stupid, and you need to stop doing that. You can go ahead and punish me now and get it, get it over with, and then we'll uh, you know you can stop being stupid. Um, wow. And I just don't see that in the style of power exchange that you and I have as being, uh-uh. there's ever appropriate for you to come up to me and say, Dan, you're being stupid. Right. You've come up to me and say, uh, sir, you missed your turn or, you know, uh, sir, sir, did you realize you missed your turn or, or you know, but yeah, the way I is say putting it's... your hand in the garbage disposal while the power's still on <laughs> or, but see, the funny thing is what you would actually say is, sir, would you like me to turn the power off? Mm-hmm. To give me the option of preventing stupidity, right? But um, I'm allowed to be stupid mm-hmm. as long because I own my stupidity, I own my mistakes, I own what I do. So I, that's really not related to this at all. I've gone off into I a know, tangent. I know, I know. But again, that would be something that would be brought up in a chat because the way the, the way the question was presented was: if I was in a relationship and my master did something stupid, you know, I would. Imagine that I could just tell him he's being stupid. And then it went from there. So it wasn't even a real But can you imagine, though, if sitting around with people that normally attend the the slave chats here Mm -hmm. in in the central Ohio. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if, you know, one of them spoke, you know, if somebody said, look, my master's not taking care of himself physically. Right. He's he's not taking his meds. He's being stupid. Mm -hmm. I can see them saying that. Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine anyone giving them, counseling them advice and saying, well, I would recommend that you tell him he's a fucking idiot. Oh my God, no. We'd be mortified. And, and it's just a matter of, it's the communication. It's because in a power exchange relationship, one of the options, and I'm not saying everybody does the same way, is to be able to speak with dignity and mm-hmm. grace and uh, a level of graciousness, and yes. res- but basically with respect for each other. Neither you nor I ever look at each other and say, well, that was fucking stupid. Mm-mm. You know, I will tell you if I, you've done something that's, inappropriate or unwise or cruel i will Mm -hmm. speak up and point those things out but i don't put them in such a terminology that i'm demeaning you as a person or treating you as with anything less than respect right i got that from my vanilla relationship i'm sitting here thinking the same thing you know in the vanilla relationship that is how we spoke to each other sometimes and sometimes it was hidden behind humor so that you could still say that thing, right. but it was humorous. Therefore, you're allowed to get away with it. And no, not in this relationship. And and yeah, I don't want that anymore. Right. You know, I just don't. And you know, people say, "Oh, well, you should be more relaxed and more cool in your relationship." But there's, I just, I, I maybe did, people are different. I just can never think of, imagine a time where somebody could walk up to me, who I am responsible for, who wears my collar, saying. You're being a fucking idiot, or geez, you're an asshole, mm-hmm. and me responding to anything that would in, that would help us communicate. Right, exactly. And the slave chats, like you were saying, that's part of, you know, if somebody new came in and was talking like that, we would probably advise them that they would need to look within themselves to see if they were in the right relationship. 
you know, to see if this was actually something that would work for them. And yeah, so. I made a, a show note to yes. uh, that part of the show is telling Mastery stupid. And I'm just about <laughs> to make a show note to tell um, uh, El Machete that uh, he's got another rant right on the edge of this one, apparently. Ooh. I also want to mention that I have totally written down three times that I was going to say that. Heroic Awakening is sponsored in part by Manor Gear. Manor Gear is owned by a lifestyle couple with over 20 years experience and sells handcrafted leather goods. They specialize in custom-made items and the repair and rest that was a little technical glitch there <laughs> restoration of your leather goods slave tested and master approved find out more at mannergear.com very grateful for the support of all our supporters yes <laughs> yay uh, so you would think learning to communicate would be something and again this is the nice thing about the chats right if I'm sitting around in a, in a, a master's chat, and these things are much more rare than slave chats. But mm-hmm. again, here I can let my hair down. How do I tell my slave that, you know, um, how can I, you know, how can I still make sure that my slave's doing what she's doing, what I need her to do, even if I'm not there? Or when I'm sick, do I, can I have somebody else come over and beat her? Whatever kind of silliness. Mm-hmm. Um, there are questions that, I ask other people that are in my role that I wouldn't ask other people that are not in my role. Right. Uh, you and I are very fortunate that we don't play the, uh, I don't want to show my master or my slave that I'm weak because mm-hmm. we're okay with showing each other how weak we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's not an issue for us. But there's some things that I would have trouble approaching you with, regardless of the fact that you're my slave, that I might want somebody else, some appears input on first. So I can see I find that. very handy and again if what i'm getting advice from is the fet life Mm. you know i mean what if oh okay i'll go tell tell mastery stupid yeah that's that's (laughs) smart that's yeah that really opens up communication yeah so and then well and during slave chat sometimes we have had um you know sometimes we break down and cry Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes things can be really, really stressful and we just don't know how to deal with the situation or our emotions that have arisen from situations or whatever. And, you know, and and we comfort the person that's crying and then we try to give them tools that have worked for us. So, but, so I like the separate chats, the, the master chats Uh and the, um, the slave chats. I also like the MS chats that we've had where it's a combination of both and we all talk at the same time. Yeah. So it's really neat to see, for me, it's really neat to see how masters think sometimes because I'm not wired that way. Right. So it's kind of neat because I'm wired my way and something can happen and I just can't wrap my head around it. And then a master will say something and it makes it click and it's like, oh, so that's how it works for you guys. So, or this is what you get out of it or, you know, and it just... It's really beneficial. It's really cool. And if you live in the United States and international as well, there's things like mass chapters mm-hmm. where these are already pre-existing. Now, different mass chapters run different ways. Here in Columbus, we have a Columbus mass chapter that you're a member of. Mm-hmm. I am a member of Cleveland Mast, and they are. They're structured. Let's get together. Let's allow ourselves to be in power exchange relationships, and let's talk about things that make our relationship better. Yes. And make things and help things work. Mm-hmm. It's just you know. It's no different from a car club or a book club or any other club where you have people with similar beliefs, except for, in this case, relationships. It's a significant part of your life. Why wouldn't you talk about it? Absolutely. 
Um, I do want to mention before we go much further that uh, we have subscribers from around the world recently in the last two weeks. We do. We do. So do you want to flip back and forth? Sure. We have Skip from Sanchez. I'm not sure where Sanchez is, but that's what he had. Skip from Sanchez. Ian from Spain. Rachel from Ohio. Janant from India. Chris from Ohio. Bat from Ohio. Hey, we know her. Bat. Bat finally. (laughs) Lady Firus from Alaska. I hope you got that right because I want to go visit her. (laughs) Lucy the Slut from Kentucky. Ronan Dom from Edmonton. Hey, Ronan. Hey, we may be able to see him soon. Kezadora from Michigan, who we also may see soon. Mm-hmm. Leanne from San Francisco. Leanne. I wish we could Leanne. see soon. Leanne. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't probably do any good at all. Grant from Australia. Grant, there is a group called uh, Erotic Awakening. Australia gets an Erotic Awakening. You can join. Do you know where Grant found us from, though? Where? The Kickstarter. Oh, neatos. The Kickstarter for Kickstarter. So, yay. He, he's, he joined so that he can... Uh, um, listen to when the product is due. Aha. Should be soon. All right, we have Crystal from Indiana. Kassam. Kassam. <laughs> Captain Awesome from Oklahoma. And Laird from Florida. And Laird is also from the Kickstarter. So thank you all for joining the uh, uh, newsletter. We send mm-hmm. out something about once a month or so. About once a month or so. Get things have you one and I are doing, out. things going on with the podcast. Uh, you know, various we'll projects make, and We'll make Barak and Sheba or Lee do something for the newsletter next time. Okay. Um, wow. Well, there you go. I think we're done. Uh, oh, 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 I do want to mention one more thing. <laughs> Head over to submissiveguide.com. Oh, that's right. Just yesterday, depending on when you listen to this, they started the uh, book club over there, a book review for the book Living MS. We mm-hmm. just happened to stumble across it, and we said, hey, you should, um, uh, we'd be happy to participate however you need us, and we, being that we wrote the book. Yes, absolutely. So they're going to have fun with doing that as a book club. And actually, I do have a couple of other things to uh, update. Remember the book Conquer Me? Yes. Well, I haven't been able to finish it, and that's simply because of a time thing on mm-hmm. my part. And um, so me and Amber, the rope slut, are going to read it together. So we're going to have our own little mini little mini book club. So we might have some more stuff to talk about with Conquer Me. And I, I really love that book. So I highly recommend it. Um, oh, I was just saying an update on the kink, kink starter mm-hmm. game. The final um, edits have been done. And we've ordered the first deck. Yep. And as long as that's okay, the order goes in. So if you are a, somebody who has the Kingstarter deck, you would it's moving in the right direction. It is. So, And then the other thing is stuff that um, I know I've said before on here before, that we also opened um, the room at the Columbus Insight Center. Re, you know, we've almost had that for a year yep. at this point. And we've got some stuff going on that I wanted to mention. And one of it is we have a psychic fair in a couple of weeks. So if you are listening to this in January of 2013, at the end of the month, we have a psychic fair going on with six psychics and a vendor. We've got a tax advisor running a tax clinic going on in February. And then we are going to have boy Chris in from <laughs> Indianapolis for some laughter yoga in awesome. March. Uh, I was just going through the uh, surveys from the last Power Exchange Summit we had, and mm-hmm. uh, Elsa and Chris were very, very well thought of. Nice. We're going to do something about that the next PXS. Fabulous. Done? I think we are. <coughs> me, me, me. Huh? Me, me, me. Okay, go right ahead. 
Want to have your product, event, charity, or service as the first thing listeners hear about on our podcast? Make a $10 donation to the podcast for a 10-second front bump on our show that reaches listeners from around the world. What a bargain! Contact us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn.